Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Double FM Sports. I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And today we're going to try something a little bit different. Um, instead of doing one big episode solely devoted to one topic, we're going to break it up a little bit into different segments. So starting off, we're going to do some more roast action, get back into that. Um, except this time we're doing team roasts. Um and after that, we'll be doing some uh, some more hypotheticals, and so stay tuned for that. We'll also be doing a little tad bit of news at the very end. So, yep, yeah, let's go. All right. So, shall we get into the the roast action here? Yeah, let's do it. Now, I got to be real here, though. This is I, I don't know. I feel this is gonna be a little bit hard, at least for me. I'm looking at some. I'm looking at all the NFL teams, and I can't find anything. Well, just for context here, basically what we're going to do is we're just going to spontaneously dish it out on NFL teams, and we'll see where it goes. It's probably going to be terrible, but maybe we'll find some diamonds in the rough. That's the beauty of editing. editing. You can take out stuff if it's not worthy of being posted. Yeah. All right, so how do we want to do this? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Do I have any good roasts for any NFL teams? I mean, I've got a I, lot of Browns roasts. I kind of have one for the Dolphins. I mean, their whole motto this year was tank for Tua, and they're so bad that they couldn't even do that right. What? Yeah. Their whole motto was tank for Tua, but they were so bad that they ended up finishing like fifth for like for the fifth worst team. Oh, they were like zero and eight, and then just decided that they were going to win five of their last eight games. Yeah, oh. well, at least they have their quarterback in the future, and um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And I will say, going back to the Browns, Ethan, they might not know how to throw the football, but they can surely throw the helmet. Oh, that is, that is very true, Todd. Um, and also, since the Cleveland um, Browns don't have any wins or anything, really, ever, I was going to call them the Cleveland Bronze, but since now they don't have any Bronze in Cleveland, what do you call them? Just Cleveland. There's nothing else there. It's just Cleveland. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's nothing there. Um. Let's see. Any others? I mean, I could keep going with the, uh, the Browns because... They're just so terrible every year. Like, they literally had one of the best offenses I've ever seen, yet they don't even make the playoffs. Yep. Welcome to Cleveland. Well, I mean, in all fairness, they did They did have a um pretty good year. Well, no, they didn't. I was going to say, they had a good offseason, but they decided to pick up, like, one of the most whiny wide receivers you've ever seen in Odell Beckham. 
You know, I, I think I figured out what it is. They didn't make the playoffs because there wasn't a the play. I mean, you know, you got the drive, the fumble, but there was no the anything this year. So how can they make the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Well, I mean, I mean, I also have another rose for the Falcons. All I gotta say is twenty-eight to three. Yep, that's that's pretty much it. That's all you need for the Falcons. Yeah, then you then you're sorted. Takes a lot of effort to get to a Super Bowl. Takes even more effort to blow a, a lead like that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent takes a. They they were up twenty-eight to three, and they lose to the Patriots, and everyone hates them now because they lost to the Patriots. Question about the Panthers here. <laughs> do you think? Do you think like just any any quarterback that also can play like a running back just automatically becomes moody with them? Like if they took Christian McCaffrey and made him throw the ball, do you think he'd automatically start throwing tantrums? Maybe. Well, and obviously the Panthers are going through an extreme rebuild, so obviously, um, not looking, not looking too good for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Cam Newton. Well, this is a roast on Cam Newton. He, he was a running back, but yet he's thrown almost a hundred interceptions in his career. JR, you seem awfully quiet. <laughs> I literally cannot think of any other one. Like, I'm not doing too good over here. I mean, I might be doing as good as the Washington Redskins making that, trying to come up with some wins. There you go. Just gotta sell it. <laughs> this is a good one. I've, I just, I have a good one. I have a good one. What's the difference? Ethan, just say it. What's, what's the difference between the Vikings and the Bills? The oh, fra- the phrase in a row. Do you get it? it? I got it. Yeah. I did not. No, because Super Bowl losses. Yeah. Ethan, not gonna lie, that wasn't that great. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was not that great. I was expecting a really good one. Oh. I don't know. Maybe maybe this year the Jets can see some wins instead of just some ghosts. Oh, like oh Sam Darnold said he see I like that. That's a good one. Okay, Ethan, you have to stop annotating. You yeah. to, just let let it have the effect. You're you're just killing it, man. Okay. Alright, I'll I'll let it go. I'll let it go just like free agency. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Ethan, what? This might start to turn into us roasting Ethan instead of us Again. roasting NFL teams. Ethan, what was that? Oh, I've got a roast for the Patriots. 
Ethan, don't say that you have a roast for the Patriots. Just say the roast. <laughs> okay, well, after losing to the Titans, like, one of the last times, the last team the, the Cleveland Browns beat in the playoffs was, in fact, the New England Patriots. So the New England Patriots lost to the Browns. That's not a roast. And I will say, the last play... Tom Brady made in the playoffs for the New England Patriots. Well, they pick six. Was a pick six. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they got, also the pa- that. I, I put that I put that out there a couple episodes ago. Also, the Patriots pretty much single handedly put Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame at this point. That is true. <laughs> hey, did you guys see uh, the Rams' new logo? Instead of it looking more like the Los Angeles Rams, it looks more or less just like L.A. Fitness. That's a good one. Oh, well, Thank you. Oh, okay. So, the 0-16 Browns had a better attendance record than the Cincinnati Bengals in 2017. <laughs> That's actually really sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a roast, more as it is just a... Uh, it's really just know. sad for both of them. <laughs> Although I will say, it, it is understandable. I guess when your only good player is Vontez Perfect, you, you tend to lag a little bit. The Bengals are also the third most popular team in their state for their sport. The, they are the Los Angeles Clippers of Ohio football. Did you say that? Oh, yeah. I, I forgot the Ohio people like the Steelers, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even go that far as saying that the Los Angeles Clippers, I mean, Bengals, you're comparing them to the Clippers. <laughs> I don't even know if you can compare the Bengals to the Knicks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Stephen A. Smith, we're, we're not responsible for the um. The statements said by Jeremy Miserak. Go after him. Don't go after us. Um, hmm, trying to think. Yeah, well, hopefully the Bears can get their quarterback situation um, sorted out so they don't have to rely on their backup to go and win games for the third year in a row. Well, I mean... The Giants also paid the highest lineman in the uh, the league to the, be the seventh best tackle in the division. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough for Big Blue. No, you, your old favorite team. Yeah, yeah. Do not start turning this into a roast on Todd. We didn't turn. Oh, it into please! Like we haven't been doing that to. Um, yeah, exactly. Come on. To now. Ethan the whole time. Uh, I don't know. I think I got everything I wanted to say out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Let's be honest here. I feel like everyone in Houston, everyone just misses the Oilers. They don't like the Texans. Everyone misses just misses the Houston Oilers, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, also, what are you doing getting rid of D-Hop? <laughs> I mean, Jarrah likes that. 
Oh, tell me about that. The Cardinals get D Hop. <laughs> the Texans have their best season in a while. What did they do? They trade the best receiver in the NFL. Yep. Let me see. You know, I wonder if the Raiders will be able to get any uh, away wins this year. Because you know what they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But, yeah. I mean, how about, how about the Chargers? You know, they decided they were too good for San Diego, so they went to L.A. and were trash. Can, can we just talk about the Chargers' supposed logo switch? It looks pretty much the same. Like, they barely they changed anything. Changed a lot of the colorways. Like, that's, that's what it was. It wasn't like the Rams, you know. Yeah. Well, also, the um the problem with Arizona is they they have exactly one major sports title, and it came from the only time in history when the entire country was rooting for the Yankees. That's literally not a roast on the Cardinals. That's a roast. On no, because the they they don't win. That literally has nothing to do with the cards, though. <laughs> yeah, that had nothing to do with the cards. Well, no, had the, had the cards won a Super Bowl, this that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a thing. Okay, but that goes for literally any team that hasn't won a title in any sport. I mean, yeah, but at the same time. That Super Bowl victory should have been yours. Instead, you guys got stopped by Santonio Holmes and a 300-pound D lineman who took it 98 yards to the house. No, it was James Harrison. Okay, even so. (laughs) Big man taking it to the house. Hey, um, this is not a roast, but James Harrison, Todd, I know you don't see this on Instagram, but the man works out so much, and it's impressive. So I got nothing but respect for that man, James Harrison. I got it. I'm not saying I don't have respect. I'm just saying you guys got foiled by the the, the big man. He was he he didn't even sack Kurt Warner on that play. He picked him off. How do you miss the the lineman, linebacker, whatever he plays? How do you miss that in field of vision? All right, what what do the Cardinals and the post office have in common? Neither deliver on Sundays. See, that was decent. That I think that was your first good road season. I I give you a six out of ten. I'll give you a seven for creativity. You got work to do, my boy. How how many Arizona Cardinals does it take to win a Super Bowl? Todd, can we uh, file a motion to stop Ethan from trying to get at me? Okay. I don't know. I kind of want to see how this pans out. You you want to hear this joke? 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, what was I going to say? Oh, I just... Oh, I lost it. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. How many Arizona Cardinals does it take to win a Super Bowl? Nobody knows, and we may never find out. Dude, you built that up so much, and then it just failed incredibly. I guess he forgot to tell a joke. Forgot how to tell a joke, just like the Detroit Lions forgot how to win. Yeah, after starting 3-0-1, they lost the other 12 games. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess the Denver Broncos decided to um, to try and solve some offensive problems by bringing in another running back. So this time they can throw four running backs at every team. Because evidently three wasn't enough to win games. That's tough. Okay. What does a Browns fan say to a robber? Ethan, this was roast, not jokes. I hate the Steelers. That was so <laughs> That was terrible. That was a negative one out of ten. We should kick you off the show for this episode for that. Yeah, Ethan, you just lost points from your last joke about the Cardinals. Yeah, now it's down to a five out of ten. Did you hear about that joke that Josh McCown told his receivers? Uh, it went over their heads. Ethan, just stop. Just <laughs> you're trying to tell five year old kids jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to believe our audience is not five year old kids. So. Okay, this one might might be getting a little more. What did I do on the toilet? Ethan, what the heck? <laughs> Stop. Did you want to hear the rest of the joke? No. No, it's a good one. No, it's not. You don't want to hear it? No, I think we should move on to the next segment and leave the world wondering, because that's all I think I need to do. All right, yeah, we're hey. going to move on to a hypothetical here. 20, um, no, wait, no, no, 20,000 likes and I will reveal the joke. There we go. 20,000? Yeah. That's a joke itself. Well, yeah, we're not going to get 20,000, but it's always great to set um, goals. Hypothetical here. Because that was evidently too much to handle for Um, (laughs) Ethan. Hypothetical. uh, I mean, obviously, and unfortunately, there have been quite a few... um, career-ending injuries, or at least career-derailing injuries in the world of sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think of guys like, you know, Bo Jackson, Billy Sims, um, Brandon Roy, those kind of guys who are, they, they could have been so much more than they ended up being had they been able to play out their full career. So, who of those guys... Like, let's just go through some hypotheticals here. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll up you even more. Let's let's do this. Give me a hot topic, like, buzz phrase for some athlete who had a, de- a debilitating injury. Now, are we, do- are we talking about, can these, like, 
derail their careers, or did these end their careers? I think you can do career changing like injuries. Like I, I want to start like off Brandon with... Roy. I'd say I'd say even bigger than Brandon Roy. You got you got the youngest MVP. The, that was the one I was gonna do. Thanks a lot. You stole mine. Ethan, it's not like not it's not like everybody wasn't thinking what I just said. I mean, Derek Rose. I mean, the kid was what twenty some like really early twenties when he won the MVP. I gotta be honest. Now this this takes a lot to say because I don't obviously we don't know, but Derek Rose could have been in conversation for greatest point guard of all time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. If he didn't tear his ACL. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Um, my mine would be, Bo. Mine would be Bo Jackson because I think he's, he arguably could have been the greatest running back of all time had he played a full career like all the other guys did. But I mean, just look at the impact he made in such a short time. Like, he was a beast. Like, no, you could not stop him. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, he did have an injury that that kind of ended his career. But had had he. Um, not gone down and still played out a full career. He uh, he could have been the the greatest running back of all time. One yeah, of the I'm one of the. Go a similar thing here with um. Let me see here. Yeah. Well, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so nineteen ninety. That's Bo Jackson's Pro Bowl season in the NFL. Yeah. The Raiders go 12-4. and four. Mm-hmm. They're first in the AFC West. Mm-hmm. The next year, without Bo Jackson, they're 9-7, and seven, and they're third in the AFC West. There you go. I'm, I'm going to go here. Hot topic. I know this is going to be controversial. Raiders... Yeah, let's just say something completely out there. Raiders with Bo Jackson win at least one Super Bowl in the first half of the 90s. Yeah, 100%. I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would think they would. Um, I mean, if we want to get into another football injury, this one's not nearly as... I don't think like career changing as it was career ending. But I mean, it's simply because I feel bad for the guy that I think I'm going to bring it up. But Joe Theismann, the Redskins. I mean, when he broke his leg, I mean, he had an 11 year career, so you know he had a decent career. And I guess I guess I can't feel too bad because it wasn't like he was like you know in his third year. But just the way that he broke his leg was just, I don't know. I don't know if it would have changed anything for the Redskins, but I feel like that, that day kind of changed his life just because of how bad that break was. Yeah, well, but I, I mean, feel it like... even changed, um, why can't I think of his name? Shoot. Giants linebacker. Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. I mean, a guy like LT, like, he he still doesn't like to talk about that play. Oh, yeah. And it's been, what, 40 years? No, no, no. It's been like... It's been maybe 30, I yeah. think. Yeah. 
Okay. Even no, thirty-five, thirty-five, something like that. I'm actually gonna look this up now. Um, All right, I'll, I'll, I want to talk about another player, real quick. Um, and this is maybe maybe not as big, but like obviously like he's still playing in the league today. But obviously like a guy like RG three who had um uh, a torn ACL, and obviously before that he was a very good runner, and he was looking at a promising career in the NFL. So, and obviously. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I was, oh, man, how long has it been since RG3 got drafted? Oh, I like 2012 like or something. It was 2013 or something, yeah. Yeah, little little eight-year-old me, or however old I was at the time. I actually had an RG3 rookie jersey, the Redskins. I was super high on the guy. I loved watching him in college. I mean, RG3 was Lamar Jackson. Eight years before Lamar Jackson was cool. Well, that's what fear for Lamar Jackson is he's going to get hurt. Like RG3. I don't think it has anything to do with Lamar Jackson getting hurt. I think it just has everything to do with the fact that RG3 had a freak accident. Because it wasn't like RG3 like leaned his head down, got hit, or anything. I mean, you're going to get hit in football. He just got hit the wrong way. Yeah, it's just awkward and more such. Um, yeah, another guy like comes to mind. Obviously, we talked about like Brandon Roy, who he was putting on a really good show for the uh, the Trailblazers. Um, and he was looking to be like one of the future, like one of the best. He was going to be my in my opinion, he was probably going to be if had he played, he would have been one of the best players in the league at the time. Mm. I just think he was that he was that good, and obviously, just obviously, like all these guys, just getting derailed by uh, an injury that just it just changes you. So that's why, like, obviously, like Derrick Rose, yeah, he's still playing the league, yeah, he's doing good, but we all know that's not the Derrick Rose from like ten years ago that won the MVP. But don't get me wrong, he's still good, like he's still really yeah. good, but I I just don't he doesn't have that explosiveness that he had back in, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we all know he could have been so much more. Oh, my yeah, gosh. If, like, he, if, he didn't do, if he didn't do that, like, he would probably be the best player, if not one of the best players in the league right now. Yeah, I could definitely see him rivaling, or at least, maybe, maybe not now that he's, like, 32, but, like, I could have seen the greatest of this era conversation including Derrick Rose with LeBron James oh yeah he could have been the greatest point guard of all time obviously it would have been it would have been a heavy debate but it, it that like the greatest point guard of all time even with him like throwing him in it would always be a heavy debate because like obviously Magic Johnson uh John just say it. John Stockton no, I, I think Magic Johnson's better than John Stockton. I think John Stockton's the second best point guard to ever play. Todd, Todd, I could be wrong, but didn't Ethan have John Stockton over Magic Johnson? I did, I did, but I've decided I'm going to, I'm going to, just purely based on the size of Magic Johnson and his, yet his amazing passing ability, I, I think he was slightly better. Interesting. Sounds like Ethan is trying to not get himself killed, but in the process is getting himself killed. I still think Carl Malone's better than Tim Duncan, so fight me. 
Okay, but Todd, Todd, oh my. Well, yeah, I was going to say, that's a, that's a rough one right there. That hurt. <laughs> if you didn't know, my surgery is still, like, killing my vocal cords, but... That's yeah, why he's a little quieter whenever we, like, talk. Yeah, besides the point, um, Todd, I know that Ethan said this off video, but don't you think it's kind of funny how he's never been changed, his views has never been changed? Oh, yeah, my gosh. You're just going to keep bringing that up. Hey, what happened to no roasting me or anyone? This is the hypothetical, not the roast session. Oh, no, no, no. Roasting you is always a possibility. Wow. I see how it is. I see. Anyway, getting back to the hypothetical here. I got an, you guys are probably tired of bringing up NFL stuff, but I have one that's actually kind of interesting here. So Billy Sims, right? Played yeah. for the Lions, was essentially their Barry Sanders before Barry Sanders. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, he was essentially Bo Jackson before Bo Jackson, too. He only played five seasons, and in his first three, he made the Pro Bowl. Um, but then he got hurt and didn't play again. Or No, from what I'm seeing, he only played eight games in 84 and then was out of the NFL after that. The Lions, of course, were still trash. Um, but then five years later, they draft... Um, Barry Sanders and through that period we're still not great but here's what I'm going to say here's a hot topic if Billy Sims stays healthy right yeah Mm -hmm. the Lions don't draft Barry Sanders yeah and I'm going to say who do they draft? Probably That's a quarterback at this point. That's true. They, they didn't have a great quarterback. But Troy Aikman was taken number one overall. So, the, yeah, they're, 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 they can't take him. Right. And Detroit had the number three pick. Mm-hmm. But Dion was still on the board. Oh. Derek Thomas was still on the board. Okay. Um, let's see what quarterbacks. Oh, I mean, Steve Atwater was still on the board. I mean, despite who they would have picked with that pick, I think the fact that they went to pick Barry Sanders is like league changing. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, Barry Sanders might have not retired as quickly as he did with the Lions. (laughs) That's true. Well, and I'm actually. It would be interesting to see where Barry Sanders would have gone because, I mean, if well, I well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I actually see exactly what you're getting at because not only did it change this guy's career. But, I mean, the Lions would have possibly had a more complete team. Barry Sanders would have been somewhere, and that would have thrown off another superstar. I mean, it literally was, in the end, league-changing. Yeah, I'm actually interested here to see. So, the Chiefs, 
who had the pick right after the Lions. Their running back at the time was Herman Hurd, who has no Pro Bowl appearances whatsoever and has, across six seasons, 783 career yards. <laughs> oh, my. That's tough. Um, yeah, Chiefs probably would have taken him. That's actually so. Then you get Steve DeBerg at quarterback, who's like not great, but at least I've heard of him. You got uh, a a Pro Bowl and All Pro um, fullback in Christian uh, Okoye, aka the Nigerian Nightmare, and. I mean, yes, sure, there's still a lot of holes on offense. But can you imagine an all-pro fullback with Barry Sanders and that's your one-two punch at running back? I definitely would be scared, you know, lining up on the defensive line. Yeah, I would too. And your coach is Marty Schottenheimer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think that's another good example of something that changed literally the league, not even just the, but, all right, I know, I know we uh, we're try, we have been listening to a lot of football players, Todd, as you just said, this is an interesting one, this guy's injury didn't actually happen in the pros, but, and he's, he's actually probably not that well known, but. I don't know how many people have seen this video. It's I've seen it a good amount of times, but there's a guy. He's a running back from California, Javid Bess. Yeah, he's uh, he's infamous for uh, trying to hurt a guy. I'm pretty sure jumping into the end zone and he gets launched off the guy's shoulder and probably like seven, seven and a half, eight feet in the air, and he comes down. And he lands on his like shoulders, his neck, and he becomes paralyzed and. I mean that that's like career changing, but what what really makes me wonder about how good this guy's career could have been is the fact that he actually came back and he I mean he wasn't all star or anything in the NFL yeah but he scored touchdowns and stuff and if I'm not mistaken I don't know if he medaled but he was an Olympian post like him being paralyzed which is pretty impressive so I mean I think that kind of attests to his his athletic ability and it just makes me wonder on what he could have been if he you know didn't have that devastating career changing injury yeah yeah and I mean that's really what this comes down to is like what could these people have been you know yeah I mean I'm looking at it right now in three seasons I mean like I said he was not a superstar but he had a thousand yards and six touchdowns. He had seven hundred seventy-five receiving yards and three touchdowns. I mean, obviously that's not that's not that impressive. I mean, look at all pro guys today. But I mean, for a guy who was paralyzed while he was in high school or college, that's I think pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely would agree with that. 
we have any any other ones? I mean, um, there is kind of. I mean, I'm not as familiar with hockey, um, but you want to talk about like best hockey players of all time. Obviously, Gretzky's going to be number one. It gets a little cloudier after that, but a guy who has to be in the conversation is Bobby Orr. Yeah. But what I didn't know is that he actually had a debilitating injury that caused him to retire early. Um, so, I mean, that's something that could potentially change the scope of the NHL forever, really, if he stays in and has a longer career. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I mean Bobby Orr played for the Bruins, so I was a famous fan. I don't like to think Bobby Orr's top three player of all time, but he certainly was a good one. So definitely I think that's I think that's uh you know, but uh if if you wanna there's just a short one, but um I mean, as you're talking about greatest hockey players of all time, yes, there's bias, but yes, there's stats to back it up. Mario Lemieux, I mean, guy was an insane hockey player, and he retired in 2006, or in 2000, or no, 1997 he retired because he was battling lymphoma, came back in 2000, and then retired a final time in 2006 for pretty much the same, for, uh, another injury or not injury but like you know health reason yeah and mario lemieux in my opinion is a top three player of all time and maybe top five but he's he's one of the greatest of all time and i mean if his career if he didn't have those two years you know cut short Mm -hmm. what, what might have happened or three years actually i mean would he have been up there with gretzky's totals Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much all we have. I was just looking at um, Bobby Orr, and I mean, he had a lengthy career anyway, um, and I didn't find a whole lot on the injury itself, but um, I mean, he still played from, it was like 66 to 78 or something like that, so 12 years, but... Um, which in a physical game like hockey is still a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do want to get into the, the little news portion. I mean, I know that I have at least two things that I think we should talk about when it comes to the little bit of news we have. Yeah, sure, let's do All right, so first one, it's not really, there's no real implications into anything except for the fact that it's just been going on. The NBA got together with a few legends, a few WNBA players, a WNBA retired player, and a few current NBA players. They had a horse competition. Social distancing was put in place. They, uh, I'm pretty sure most of them were at different places, just filming like a live stream video. But Mike Conley, Ethan, you'll be happy. To oh hear yeah, this. you thought yeah, yeah, we're not we're not irrelevant anymore. Yeah, Ethan, that's because the only thing you can win is the horse competition. <laughs> well. But yeah, Mike Mike Conley got it done. He uh, faced Zach Levine in the finals. and Light work. He, he won the horse competition, so 
just a quick bit of information. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is, as much as I hate this, I love college basketball, but the G League is starting to, they're starting to make their moves. Obviously, it's not as big as college basketball, but Jalen Green, who was predicted to go to Auburn yesterday, or was it yesterday or was it two days ago? I think he said he, was gonna, he would go to Memphis. I don't know, but I mean, when did he announce his decision? Was it yesterday at 1 o'clock, or was it two days ago at 1 o'clock? It was, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it was two days ago, pretty sure. No matter no matter what it was, Jalen Green is 18 years old, and he's going to be being paid $500,000 to go on a one-year G League contract. That's a little insane to me. And not only is it Jalen Green, but uh, former Michigan commit Isaiah Todd, he decommitted from Michigan, and is going to be joining him. And the rumor I think I heard is there's another top college prospect who's looking to join that G League team. That'll, you know, make it one of the youngest, scariest G League teams. Now, granted, nobody really pays attention to the G League. Well, people might start to now. Yeah, they might start to now. And, okay, one last thing. I just thought of this from talking about it, but I don't think we mentioned it on the podcast because of how recent it's been, but... As a Michigan State fan, it makes me so happy to say that Michigan's recruiting class that I thought was going to be scary good does not look too good. Don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on Hunter Dickinson. I watched him play a few games during the high school season this year, and he's insane. But not having Isaiah Todd and the big one, Josh Christopher, committing to ASU, I mean, that one certainly shocked me. I thought it was pretty much inevitable that the Spartans are going to have to go up against Josh Christopher, and that scared me. But I'm happy to see him in the Pac-12. Yeah, well, I also console transferred. Uh, I think since That's the last no, 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 since the last time we were on, Alex O'Connell transferred from Duke to Creighton. Just yeah. Didn't say that now again. I keep on bringing stuff up, but this isn't news as much as it is my opinion. But we gotta watch out for Arizona State out of the Pac 12. Yeah, they've got, they've got a good team this year, and they added a few recruits. I mean, Josh Christopher, top 10 recruit, Marcus Bagley, he's a pretty good player. And is he uh, brother to Marvin Bagley? I don't know, I would assume so, but I'm not sure. Uh, ASU also got transfer out of Ohio State, Luther Muhammad. So, look out for ASU. Who's their coach? I have absolutely no clue, but... I think, if, if, it is, if it is who I think it is. Who do you think it is? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm going to wait. What? Hold on. Coach. It's Bobby Hurley. Oh, Bobby Hurley. He's an he was a two time national championship on Duke, so I knew that before, but I was just Of course you did. Well, I mean nah. Now nah, I'll save it for another so I was gonna say like with like a lot of old coaches starting to come to the end of their careers, maybe like finding their replacements, maybe that can be a segment for another episode. So that might be an interesting segment, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't really have anything else unless you guys do. 
Yeah, um, that's pretty much all the news thing, those two college basketball thing and the horse competition. That's all I've really got. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit stuff here that I'm seeing. Um, like, for example, Von Miller has tested positive for COVID. Wait, um, what? Yeah, that was like... I thought it was the Rams center, that was it. I think it's both, but... Uh. Um, I've only seen Vaughn Miller, so... No, the Rams center was the first person to get it. Uh, supposedly. Well, I know for a fact Vaughn Miller has it, which seems a little bit weird. I know we're not like a politics health channel, but, you know, it just seems a little bit weird to me that some guy like Vaughn Miller, just celebrity, is getting it this late. Like, there's a wait for athletes and celebrities that got it, and now he's getting it. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, well, I mean, and I well, and like, I don't really want to get into this that much. But I mean, like, I mean, there's been areas that this virus hasn't really hit yet, like, so it's it's starting to come to those areas. So, well, I mean, I mean, the good news is that there there are rumors that these guys that you know they will, they might be able to actually go on this season. Because they're hoping that we can, you know, sports sports are hoping that we can open back up this summer. I mean, obviously, we don't know with everything, but I definitely would not mind seeing some sports this summer besides baseball, with all due respect to baseball fans. Yeah, and I mean, I guess we're getting our first taste of live sports with the um, NFL draft coming up in a, in a couple days here, but... Yeah, I, I I do miss live sports. I miss watching call. I I wish we would add March Madness, obviously, because that that's always the best time of the year for me. Um, also like NBA playoffs. Well, the we the NBA season might resume. I don't know what they're gonna do about that, but yeah, it's just it kind of just sucks. Like we're not in yeah. school, so we can't even like do the podcast with each other. That's why we're still on phone calls. I mean, I'm definitely. I know that I know that the tentative date that the president announced to start reopening the country is May first, and hopefully that means the social distancing kind of not goes away, but is relaxed a little bit. So we well, can we're get already together. well, we're in Pennsylvania, so we're already not going back to school the rest of the year. That's a guarantee at this point. Yeah, but they they can still open the country and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the so we can, hopefully they reopen parts of it because. We need parts of it back at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah before we get into too much politics. That's not even politics. It's just opening the country. Run by politicians, but... Okay. Point being, we're a sports channel. We're not... Well, no, I'm talking about the impact on sports. You just talked about the impact on opening the country. Well, I'm, well, and yeah, like opening the country, I don't know when, when that means, like, I don't know how high priority, like, sports are going to be with reopening the country. I mean, we they might have to do, or they just play with empty stadiums. Yeah, and I wouldn't be opposed to that, as terrible as that would be for the athletes to not be able to fill out, or not fill out, uh, what's the word, like, go off of the momentum of the crowd. I mean, I'd rather have no. I'd rather have sports with no fans than no sports at all. I think most people are rather that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, one other little piece of news. Um, the Jets have started offering what seems to be like a a, a voluntary virtual training type thing and jamal adams is not doing it um and yeah, as you know if i'm not mistaken jamal adams is up for a contract renewal um and for the past couple of years has kind of been on the ropes with the jets organization so we'll see how, how that turns out well look at the draft for maybe a possible trade there yeah and, I mean, we're talking about an all-pro safety here. Like He's he's one of the best in the league right now. Right. So, if he goes somewhere else, that could be potentially scary. Like, can you imagine if the Dolphins ended up with Jamal Adams, in addition to Byron Jones at a corner, as well as Xavier um, Howard? Yeah, Xavier Howard. Yeah, that would be um, Well, imagine they still had Minka there, too. Well, didn't we also, for the, uh, the mock draft video that we did just a little bit ago, uh, I'm pretty sure all three of us had the Dolphins also taking a safety. So if that were to be true, and they had, a, they had like four possible pro bowlers at their depth, at all, all four slots in their depth chart. Yeah. That could that could be very scary, you know. It would be very You're talking about the scariest secondary in the league, right there. And it yeah, goes to the Dolphins. Sure. Dolphins. I'm gonna give you another hot take here. Dolphins make the playoffs next year. I actually would agree. Yeah, with that. well, because obviously the kings of the AFC East are no more. Uh, I would. Well, no, no, I they're would... not gonna be as good. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're gonna be terrible though. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, the the Bills or the Dolphins could definitely take over them this year. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up the stakes here. I'm going to make this an even hotter take. Dolphins enter the playoffs. Ooh, I, yeah, this would be a hot take. Dolphins enter the playoffs as one of the top four seeds, not as a wild card. Well, I think the if anyone wins that division, it'll be the Bills. So yeah, I mean you're probably right, but hot takes. <laughs> I mean they could definitely if like Bills suffer a severe injury, like if Josh Allen gets hurt, maybe then yeah. But I, I I see the Bills winning, but I I mean I definitely think the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are making the playoffs this year. I think the Dolphins will with the Patriots. Patriots will be third. Jets will be fourth. Could be. Now, unless Bill Belichick turns this, like, another no-name quarterback into one of the greatest of all time, like he did with Tom Brady, obviously. Jared Stidham. Hey, he, oh, he, I'm telling you, Jordan Love is the moves. There's rumors that Belichick wants Love. There's rumors that Belichick wants everyone. No, no, but there are, like, big rumors that he wants Jordan yeah. Love. Especially where Jordan Love could fall. Now, now that I think about this, this video might not come out till after the draft, but so we might know what's who got picked. So, oh, and speaking of, like <laughs> after the draft, like maybe a day or two after, we'll definitely like have a reaction to the draft for everyone because obvious and obviously we'll compare the actual draft to like what our mock drafts were as well. So that should be fun. 
Yeah, I think, okay, also, I just want to put this disclaimer out. I feel like we mentioned time a little bit too much because of how we record this, but we do pre-record these videos. It's not like we're making the videos the day we post them. So when we mention stuff in these podcasts, it might not always be, relevant. be exactly what we say. So yeah, just 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 a little like just a little piece of information so you don't so, so like the listeners don't get confused. You probably figured that out by this time, but yeah, just that's true. Disclaimer. Yeah, well, and obviously like, we've always been saying this like once the news comes back, we're we're gonna really kind of halt the hypothetical stuff, and then we're gonna go back to. Well, we did, like, the first four or five episodes and just giving you guys news instead of hypotheticals. Like, we maybe, we'll still do, like, hypotheticals here and there. It just won't be every video like it is now. And that's just because there's no news to really be, to real. there's not enough news to make a video. Right. Or maybe we'll insert, like, a couple of just, like, hot take type hypothetical segments. Exactly. That's what we might do whenever the news comes back. Yeah. Which it, it should come back soon, hopefully. Like maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll start to get more and more sports news. Speaking of news, I actually just remember one more thing that we forgot to talk about. The MLS is just in turmoil at this point. Um, as you probably know, they're not playing games because of COVID, but they just fired two um, top executives and like. People are wondering if they're going to start running out of money and like go bankrupt or if American soccer is ever going to recover and that kind of thing. So stay tuned for that because that could be pretty big. That that got me on another thing. Uh, I don't think we mentioned this, but the rumors is that the XFL is over. I mean, they said oh, yeah. they're returning. And I, I don't know, I find that a little bit weird. I mean... As, I, I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that the XFL was given enough money to stay open for three years. And here they are. They didn't even finish their first season, and they're closing. Well, and also, like, pretty much all their big names were taken by NF- the NFL. Well, that's probably because they knew that they were closing. I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it. that's a really weird situation, like. Well, also the vi- well, they were assuming they were going to get the revenue. So, since they're not getting the revenue that they wanted, they maybe have to, like, restructure, like, the budget and stuff, and maybe they just couldn't do it. Well, even so, though, like, I understand back when the AAF was a thing. Like, I understand why they didn't complete a full season, because there wasn't any cash there, and it really wasn't all that popular. But... People were getting into the XFL. Yeah, like, I mean, it was starting to become a thing. Yeah, I know. And this kind of caught me a little bit off guard. It definitely caught me off guard, too. I mean, I mean, when you talk about it becoming a thing, I didn't know anybody that was going to the, what's the other league, the AFL. Yeah. The AAF. The AAF, whatever. But, like, I actually knew people that were going to XFL games. Like, there's a team in Washington that's probably a few hours away. And there were people that I knew that were actually going to them. So that there was at least, you know, somewhat of a fan base. Well, yeah, and I know we joke, we like to joke about how no one cares about the XFL. We've, we've done it before, but, like, it, it, it's, it's still football. It's still, it's still kind of interesting. Like, uh, I personally like the NFL better, but I, I, I can watch it. But 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. just it's it's, a, it's just an unfortunate situation for everyone uh, as a result of this virus. Like, and everything was just going so well. I think twenty end of twenty nineteen, everything was going pretty well for everyone, and then obviously twenty twenty with like obviously like Kobe, um, Australia. This it's just kind of been a sucky, sucky year so far. So hopefully we can turn that around. Uh, yeah, I've been saying this for the past four months. Just y'all you know, wait until this country opens. I feel like the older audience probably won't get this, but the younger audience that are teenagers like us, 2020 is going to replicate 2016. Mark my word, it's happening. And what do you mean by that? Yeah, we have... 2016 summer was legendary. Like, for our kids our age, 2016 summer was amazing. And I just think that once we reopen this 2020 summer, we're going to be doing big things. Yeah. I thought you were well, going to talk about something else whenever 2016 was going to be like 2020. Ethan, we're not politics. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Anyway, I think that's pretty much all we have. Um, so this will come out at some point and we will um, hopefully get another video out relatively soon. Um, but until then... Uh, I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Zrak. And we're signing off.